0: Hey everybody, welcome to Comedy on Vinyl. This week we have Jeremy Guskin back in the hot seat? No, back in the seat, back in the futon, because uh, that's what we have here, a futon. And uh, we're talking about uh, Don Novello, obviously, a.k.a. Father Guido Sarducci's uh, Breakfast in Heaven. It's one of Jeremy's favorite albums. It's a lot of fun. Um, Don Novello's, you know, just very, he's well known for being a political satirist. satirist in general and this album just has a lot of fun with religion so uh, enjoy it and also um, don't forget to like a drinking game on facebook i think you can even like jeremy on facebook Uh, i believe he has a a like page so go like him there and uh, also check out a drinking game if you're here in los angeles jeremy and i are going to be in beetlejuice coming up uh, october 27th uh, saturday here in los angeles at the next stage theater so thanks and enjoy the episode hey everybody it's time for comedy on vinyl. This episode, what, you, it's okay. You can take the record out.
1: I didn't want to make the crackling noises, and also maybe there's like a pause for
0: a theme song. Oh, oh yeah, we do need to get a theme song put uh. together. You want to write it right now? Or? Yeah,
1: it was thinking something kind of like this. You okay. want to start? Okay. start. Okay. okay. Okay, go.
0: It's time for comedy on vinyl. Comedy on vinyl. It's time.
1: It's time. Really, time? No, I'm sorry, I'm not interrupting. Keep going. I want to say time. It's working. I think it's working. We're recording,
0: aren't we? Repetition is comedy. Good, we're recording. Keep going. That's the rule. I'll, all I'll, on something. Okay. It's time for comedy on vinyl. Comedy on vinyl. It's, it's time for comedy on vinyl. It's time for comedy on vinyl. How many? How many? How many? How many? No, you know, do you stay there? Oh, right. so we're supposed to just keep going up? <clears throat> no.
1: If we do this for forty-five minutes, there's the show.
0: It's <laughs> yeah, true. We could do it for forty-five minutes. That's I could problem. do it for forty-five yeah. minutes.
1: I think that would be more of a torture device for anybody
0: listening yeah. to something for fun. I like it, though which
1: is what it's supposed to be, for sure. Okay, for sure.
0: We're doing Father Guido Sarducci's Breakfast in Heaven. Father Guido Sarducci, of course, also known as Don Novello. That's that's all you need to know. That's his real name. That's his real. Not that's not another alternate character name. Father
1: Guido Sarducci. For those of you who don't know, was. Popular in the late 70s, early mm-hmm. mid-80s. Yeah,
0: this
1: album's 86. Uh, I st- still think he's popular, um, but he, uh, Father Peter is Italian, writes for uh, Lo Silvertore Romano in uh, Vatican City, uh-huh. which is really sort of the, um, it's the paper. Right. It's the local paper there. They have a small circulation. <laughs> uh, Lo Silvertore Romano. But um, he's been writing there for a while. Yeah. And uh, this is his second album, is the one we're discussing today. This is one of my favorites when I was a kid. This is actually the one I heard first, oddly enough, though. Uh, "Breakfast in Heaven," which was 1986. Yes, Uh, his first one I think was 1981. 1980. 1980. 1980. Yeah. "Live at St. Douglas Convent," which was done for a a uh, audience of nuns. So all of his off-color stuff, and when he's just making fun of the religion itself, uh-huh. is remarkably funny because it's all this guilty laughter that just titters <laughs> through the audience for right. the entire thing. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable, but very funny. For this sure. one, I, this one, I think, is a little bit better. Uh, and for those of you who um, don't know either of those albums, if you are familiar with Gilda Radner's one-woman show that she did after or during or just right after a Saturday Night Live stint, uh-huh. uh, Father Guido Sarducci, I believe, came out twice to do interstitial bits. Um, that I did not know. To fill in oh. while she changed costume. That's amazing. And, and that's he does on the it, album? Yeah, and uh, I don't know if it's actually on the album, but okay. it's on the video. Oh, it's on the video, okay. And, uh, he, you know, there's a basketball hoop on a cross, and he <laughs> actually sinks a shot at one point, <laughs> and it's fantastic. But this this is this is my favorite. Um, I like this one a lot. Yeah. And I think, basically, one of the reasons I like it is because it, rem- it reminds me of so many other things that I like comedically. Uh-huh. And, um... Not to mention that the late 80s uh, was the time where you kind of had to be a... You couldn't just be a comic, you had to have, Mm -hmm. like, a hook. Sure. Sure. Uh, there were lots of those who didn't do that, you know, right. and, and you could finally, you know, be a comedian as your hook when Seinfeld kind of proved that, right? But, you know, right, but everybody right. had a thing, you know, like even uh, we were discussing in the last one, uh, Robin Williams, you mm-hmm. know, he was a lunatic and on coke, you know, that's right. his thing, right? Uh, Bobcat Goldthwait, uh, yeah, who that's... I just heard on The Moth, or no, not on The Moth, on um, uh, Wait Wait, Don't Tell Me, who's uh, absolutely really? wonderful. Oh yeah, but you know, he did he, he did that screeching and... His his material is wonderful. He says he can't do it anymore. Which he can't. It it's, it's weird. He actually said that other people do him better than he yeah. does. Now, because you hear him doing, he's like, "Ah, I'm yelling!" And you're yeah. like, "You sound like the Wicked Witch of the West." <laughs> it's like you know, other people do it, but, ah. <laughs> you know. Just, yeah, it's it's, uh, but yeah, his material is great, and he did write the Citizen Kane of alcoholic clown movies. Right, so, this is what uh, I, I've uh, never sure,
0: seen him, which
1: I, I bought at the Sony store, which I was buying at the Sony store when I met Mel Brooks. Oh. I was buying a pack of Wheel of Fortune playing cards and Shakes the Clown on DVD. (laughs) Two fantastic purchases, which I love relating to a whole bunch of strangers on on the radio. um, Or on the computer there. But yes, that's what I was buying. I'd like to say it was something more impressive, but no, that's what I was buying when I met Mel Brooks. That's awesome. So yes. But this is a great album, and uh, it just reminds me of a lot of good stuff.
0: I don't recall, I mean, I think I've, I've just seen him primarily, uh, until now listening to this, just seen him on reruns of SNL. Yep. You know, so I know I'm kind of a big guy on other shows. Yeah, and which is actually kind of a cool thing to be able to cross platforms like that for sure. You know? and he was a great
1: character. You know, and just mm-hmm. it was so wonderfully uh, sacrilegious. But, right. You know, and and he stuck with it. You know, he's Italian, st- stuff the Italian thing, straight from Rome. Yeah. You know, mentions the Vatican, and you know, I mean, and he talks seriously about religion in the sense that he's he's not being crass about it, right. saying any of it's stupid. He's mm-hmm. just saying. You know, maybe. I mean, like, again, my my probably my favorite bit on this is on the. I think it's saying it's on the second side, uh, is the missing commandments. He's uh-huh. like, yes. you know, Moses come down from the mountain when the God you know told him what the commandments are, and you know and he and you know he sees these people worshiping a cow, <laughs> so he get mad, he throws the t- He breaks them, and <laughs> then he tries to think them up again, and again he takes the reality of the bit and yeah. makes it perfect, and he says. You know, Moses was old, he was Mm -hmm. cranky, he was in his 90s, you know, so all he can remember are the, you know, the negative ones. (laughs) Don't do this, don't do that, (laughs) thou shalt not this, thou shalt not that. (laughs) But, you know, most of the other commandments were more like a (laughs) device. And, you know, and he just lets that land, and it's a great pause. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, like, one of my favorite commandments was... Wait a half hour after eating before you go swimming. You know, you just thought that was some good advice that your mom told you. but It's commandment, you know. I mean, and like, and he just starts going with things. You can eat chicken with your fingers. You know, like that's a commandment. You know, I I think that's you know, and those are the, those are the great ones. And like the bit goes on, and it's just really funny. And he comes yeah. back to it at the end in the Q and A. Um, but you know, like those are, those are the things I thought he was really good at because he's mm-hmm. able to. to reach or sorry bridge that religious world to the pop culture world.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Incredibly well. And um you know, we just actually for those of you who weren't sitting in the room with us, we just watched uh, <laughs> Father Guido Sarducci on the Colbert report, that which was, was from this year 2 years ago? 2010. 2010. So yes. this is 2 years ago. And um, And it's great. It's just what a two-minute, three-minute bit. Yeah, just trashing. And he does, and yeah, he's trashing Glenn back, and he just does really funny stuff.
0: Yeah, gets used his position as a as a fake representative of the Vatican, which is fucking amazing.
1: Right, and 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 it's just it's so it's so great, you know, because the Vatican and just you know the, the religious secular world is it's just one of those things that most people don't know anything about and yeah. even if you don't know a little bit about it you right. don't know everything about it Sure. You know, like I took a trip to Rome once I was uh-huh. in Italy and I'm walking around the Vatican I was amazed it's like walking around Hogwarts you know yeah. like everybody looks like a wizard you know they have these I mean, uh-huh. amazingly and everybody's got a different hat you know and this one's uh-huh. got a pom-pom off to the side and this one's got five points <laughs> this one's got four this uh-huh. one's got a regular suit this one's got a robe you know this one's got a fucking you know a stick with a gem in it. You know, it looks like the, you know, Indiana Jones.
0: Awesome. So you
1: don't know, and you walk in, and like, and here's, here's something that's really religious next to something that's incredibly creepy. You know, yep. it's like, here's, yeah. here's an entire skeleton made out of silver. Well, wow, that's horrific. Yeah, but it's all right because it actually has real bones in it. Well, that makes it even worse. Yes. You know what I mean? And like, and here's, yeah. and, and all of these things are protected, and everything's important, and there's yeah. hidden meaning and everything. It's, it's, it's. it's you know again religious is, religion is wonderful even if it's just to give horror movies and adventure movies stuff to keep going back to
0: yeah yeah you know, it's true I and for, for somebody who didn't grow up even remotely religious my parents stopped taking me to church when I started swearing out loud as a baby um, parent, yeah so but they weren't religious to begin with anyway so like once we stopped they're like oh that's fine we don't have to go now you know, like once they started swearing, they're like, "Good, we don't have to, to go. go. Ahead, we're done." But I, 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 always have loved listening to people talk about religion and comedy because it, it fascinates me.
1: It's and it's amazing. Well, it's one of the, those things. It's so closely related. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that misery, and you know, it, and it goes along with the comedy thing. Right. It's, you know, and religious, and it's why Colbert and uh, Stewart are two sides of the same coin. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, that's that's it. You know, you've mm-hmm. got one with the Catholic upbringing, got one with the Jewish upbringing. Yep. What do they like? The same. Pretty much think the same way. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, really, and it's great because they have their own. They all have their own particular
0: miseries. And right? one of them's not religious. John Stewart's admittedly not a religious guy. No, but and I mean, Colbert. But he was, is but he was raised for you know? sure. But I mean, you know, now. Right. I mean, and
1: Colbert is is still, very, you know, goes to church all the time. Teaches instead. Sunday school. And it's part of it, but it's an important part of his life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and again, it's it's not the thing he pimps. It's sure. for him.
0: Yeah. 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 Exactly. You know, like, he's
1: not there to proselytize and everything else. There are other people who do it better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know. So. I mean, and still, you don't need religion to grow up with enough guilt to be, try to be funny at least, right. you know, well, I, mean, I, I grew well, up without it, and I grew up just with enough guilt uh, on, you know, just in my family. Man, I think Jews do,
1: Jews do guilt, you do shame.
0: Yeah, okay. little different. Yeah, okay. It could it's, be true. Again, very close. Could be true, yeah. Shame
1: and guilt. Mm-hmm. Shame is, you know, oh, I should have done this. Guilt is your mother going, you know, you should have done this. Yeah,
0: right. Okay, that's true. That is true. You're right,
1: yeah. That's all. That's the, I mean, and again, this is from being a religion, you know, per, you know, studying religion in college. Sure. I got this idea about
2: insurance. You know how it works? Life insurance? It's all based on how old you are and how much longer you have to go. And right now, they got these statistics, right? They got it all worked out. Man lives to be like 74.2 on the average. Woman, 78. And I got this idea. Say a little girl, one years old. Instead of having one lousy candle on the cake, what you do is you have 77 candles on the cake. See, because this is how much longer she has to go. (laughs) Then every year you have one less. You, You see what this does, it gives all of us a goal to clean the cake. And then, when the cake is clean, this means, like, you've beat the insurance companies.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, but again, it's funny. It's funny. Religion is funny. It's yeah, funny. It I built a boat that has two of every animal. Sure you did. <laughs> Why not? Of course. <laughs> I went and didn't eat anything in the in the forest for forty years. Of course, of course you did. You did. Right. It's like it's like forty minutes, forty years, forty minutes. Oh, yes. Why great. couldn't he tell that do story it? on here? Exactly. Fucking great. But I mean, there. Are, I mean, but again, he takes the reality of it, and he doesn't, you know, belittle anyone's faith. He right. just takes some of the other things. You know, it's just like. You know, what's, you know, somebody asked him in the Q&A at the end, it's like, what's your favorite sin? And he's like, I like you could eat chicken with your fingers. And mm-hmm. You know, like, he yeah. doesn't go back to the one of the original, and he goes right. to his, and he goes, no, no. You know what my favorite one is? Original sin. Because you get to make it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you get to make it up yourself. Original <laughs> sin. That's the best sin. I like that. That's fucking you good. You know, so... It, he's not like a David Steinberg, who David Steinberg's just... Taking like taking the piss out of the Bible and pretending to you know right, which is fine, and it was great for its sure. Time
1: and and you can make fun of religion all you want, yes. even
0: though like I always thought it was redundant because it was always
1: doing doing it itself. Yeah,
0: yeah. If, you know? if you've got a certain perspective, that's always going to be funny to you.
1: Yeah, and I mean, and not to say that I have to believe everything that I see, but for I sure. live in a world that. I think that there is something that they're, like, grand design, and mm-hmm. I've studied chaos theory mathematics, and I see the to, you know, I mean, like, there's mm-hmm. something out there right. that puts it all together. Yeah. Now, whether or not it's a man on a mm. cloud with mm-hmm. a beard, I think that's a little silly. Yeah. Yeah. Because...
0: It's a little weird to apply our limitations. Right. You know, like, I'd
1: like to think it's something maybe I can't grasp.
0: Yeah. You know, I yeah. think
1: if I saw God, I would probably be like, my head would explode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how
0: that's, it's supposed to go. That's all it is. Yeah
1: so you know just it's something totally outside my realm it's a color that i haven't experienced yet and a smell that doesn't register on a regular scent, right you know or something bizarre um what's what's but what's another good um I'm trying to come with um, I, f- I find it interesting uh, that
0: he's from ohio and i don't know why i just uh, ohio i don't associate with anything funny other than just being ohio oh come on what there's got to be some funny, famous people from Ohio. I'll Drew say, Carey. Drew go. Cleveland. Don't get me wrong. Hoosh. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong Perfect. with people from Ohio. I just did not peg him as being in Ohio. No, because
1: you peg him as being Italian. That is true. I mean, even in that movie... I've never
0: seen him as himself. Because well, so. he doesn't
1: ever play himself. What's that movie where... Oh, God. 80s Judge, Judge... Judge Judge Reinhold? Okay. Um, And it's some, like, you know, sleaziness in corporate America type of movie... Okay, like gotta get ahead in business or something. He, oh God, he plays the young guy. It's got to be mid eighties.
0: Is it Beverly Hills Cop? No,
1: no, 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 no. <laughs> it's it's probably maybe after Beverly Hills Cop but before Beverly Hills Cop two. It's mm-hmm. something like
0: that. I'm and gonna just name every movie. He I'm was in. just
1: gonna try. I don't remember what it was. But, Booker, but,
0: but, but he played no. Roadhouse sixty six. No, no. Head office. No. Love struck. No. Offbeat. Ruthless people. Beverly Hills Cop Two. <laughs> head trying. office? Maybe that was. There's something it. called head office. Maybe that was it. Where'd it go? Head office. He plays Jack Issel. This is 1985. Yeah, maybe that is it. It's directed and written by Ken Finkelman. Does that help you? I know that. Let me see that. <sighs> let me see the poster. Upon graduating from, from college with a business degree. Yep, that's Don it. Issel. Okay. That's it. Okay. So go down there and you'll see
1: Don's name. This Don is IMDb, boys and girls, yeah. for those who. Right. So he plays. plays he plays Sal, who's just the. Um, he's the uh, chauffeur. But he's one of the parts I remember the best yeah. cuz he's playing Sarducci but uh-uh. as a like the limo driver. Okay. You know so like he's trying to like come on to the girls. so it's like wanna sit in the limo, you know? saw <laughs> leather back there. <laughs> Come on. I got some uh, Julio Iglesias tapes. <laughs> and so then eventually the car is ruined, you know, because uh-huh. all he does is wash the car and the car is ruined. <laughs> all I can remember, the only line I remember from the whole movie is, my tapes, my Julio Iglesias tapes, ruined. <laughs> That's it. The only line I remember is his line. Wow. Yeah. Can you believe that one? I haven't seen that movie since I saw it in the movie theater or wherever it was that I saw it, probably on HBO at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, but he's great. Yeah, Don Novello, is, he's just brilliant. I just love his characterization. And, and like, he... Sarducci was brilliant because he stuck to it. It was a great character. It was eminently easy to believe. Yes, and he was able to poke fun at all this stupid stuff. Like even when he's making fun, he's making fun of Reagan.
0: Yes, oh. it's like
1: don't know how to tell you this, Mr. and Mrs. Reagan, but. <laughs> It's a neck <laughs> giving birth to an eight pound six inch neck. And, uh, I don't know where you're gonna find it's a neck, you know, it goes to the cigar store. Do you have any it's a neck? <laughs> you know, and eventually the thing had buds because the man popped out of it. You know, I mean it's just mm-hmm. it's so funny. And you know, the birth control thing. Yeah. Birth control for dogs. You know, it's like, well if it's not okay for people, how's it okay for dogs? <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's a great question. It's and they're just stupid, basic, simple questions yeah. and and I love how he wraps it all up in this ridiculous newspaper at the Vatican. Yeah. And again, brilliant. Nobody knows what goes on in the Vatican.
0: Nobody knows. Right. So it's very you easy can make to up pretend. anything. That's yeah. It's perfect. great. Yeah. Is uh oh okay and it's. There's a thing on the back too that's supposed to be.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, if the, this is, I think this is the promo. This is a promo because the one this I had missing two tracks. Has, has this this art that's and it's "Breakfast in Heaven" written mm-hmm. very nice, and it's just him with all of his
0: things that he's lost. Because that version of the album is
1: almost impossible to find, which is weird because that was the one that I had. But yeah, it's yeah. him with the giant fruit uh, all around him, and. Um, and he's uh, carrying a box of all this stuff that he lost during his life. He's like, makes me want to buy a Ma- you know Maserati, have it stolen. You
0: know? <laughs> oh, that's right. He says when you die, when you, you get everything back that you lost. Right,
1: and that's one of the things that I love is because in Carlin's album, what, mm-hmm. fifteen years earlier,
0: oh, he says the same thing. He's yeah.
1: like, when you get back to heaven, it's like you get all back all the things that you ever lost. Right. You know, it's like. It's like here you go, eighty nine thousand ballpoint pens, four thousand two hundred wallets, no cash. It's just like Earth.
0: They keep it as a religious donation. You know. That's brilliant. I do you think? I don't know. I do. I've never heard of there being any crazy uproar over the character. I mean, there had to have been... No, no, were in unhappy, fact, but... to be
1: honest with you, in fact, it was exactly the opposite. Yeah. His first... By the time he did his first album, and he had already done the Saturday Night Live stuff and everything else for yeah. at least four or five years, Yeah. he was. He did it at a convent. Right. You right. know what I mean? Like, that's what he did. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think there was any uprising. Like, oh, boo, Sarducci. I think right. it was more, wow like, people actually kind of buying the fact that he might be from the... Vet. And it's like, yeah. he he, would, he never did anything bad for Catholicism.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Okay, that, that's reasonable. In
1: fact, he almost made it seem more cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he, he did it on Colbert. You know, like, he, instead of, like, the black suit, he's got a zebra. Amazing. You know, it's like, it's black Amazing. and white, but it's still at the collar. I didn't even realize it. It's a lined with a zebra, great. too. Uh-huh. It's fantastic, but he's still got the cardinal hat on. Yep. You know?
0: It's true. Yeah, I mean, it's not... Oh, no, it's a... It's a no, it's
1: a... It's a it's a preset, isn't it? It's, it's something like for, that. It's, it's, I, don't, yeah, I don't think it's a... It's got to be higher than just
0: Father. But I think, I don't, yeah, it's supposed to. So. But not a Cardinal. Cardinal's a little more innate. What's the difference between the two albums? I mean, other than material. Oh, yeah, I mean... Do they feel different?
1: Yeah, well, this one's for... This one's at... Um, Breakfast in Heaven is at... Um, Notre Dame University. Oh right, and he does a great bit on that. He's Which like, is no, weird because no, no, this doesn't no, have that Because you know I've heard so much about it, and, and I know about the Hunchback. And <laughs> now that I've been here, it's amazing. You see the tower where it climbed. It's fantastic. And you know, <laughs> Shit. and then, like and he just goes right into it. and Everybody's yeah. laughing their asses off, and then he goes into Reagan. Right. You know, it was just like, and he graduated from here. So it's like you know, it's amazing. First he was you know football star, and then uh, then movie star, then senator, then senator of California. Or no, then the governor of California, then the president of the United States. What's next? <laughs> Maybe Pope.
2: <laughs>
1: and then, which is funny, but then he does Gipper One. You know, it's like <laughs> not Pope Gipper the first, just Gipper One. That's you know, like good. he's like that's how they do it. Pope, you know, John Four. You know, Paul <laughs> Twelve. Gipper One. That's fucking good. Yeah, you know, but again, he's able. He, he does it. Does it really well. And he's obviously. You can tell what his political slant is. Sure. And yet he could do this anywhere, and I think people embraced it. And you know, like, you got to give that to him. It's incredibly brilliant to come up. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, I think that's on a level with Colbert, to be able to right. talk to the people you're literally making fun of yep. and have them not get it. Right. And not, and not willfully and not in a malicious way. Just sure. like, this is what I think, but I'm wrapping it up in this yeah. to try and, you know, get a little bit of a different reaction, different audience, whatever right. it is, and to do it so well. Yeah. I think he was the one of the first to do it. You know, yeah. like, here's something that's under the guise of being religious, but it yeah. was anything but.
0: Mm-hmm. You would out. think that would be the most suspicious thing, but apparently it's not to some people who are just completely unaware.
1: Well, and also, when you do it well... For sure. I think yeah. if you commit to it, and you have a character that's believable, and the time is right, yeah. and the medium is correct... Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, when uh, Sarducci came out, it almost looked like it was a counterpoint to the he, you know, godlessness of what was going on on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah. You know, meanwhile, you had to realize that, no, it all comes from the same damn place. <laughs> you know? Comedy yeah. Central. Well, you know, liberals like... Daily Show and conservatives like Colbert no No. they're both on Comedy Central for a reason right yeah they're produced by the same people for a reason Mm -hmm. so you know
0: people seem to learn their lesson with Colbert I I feel like
1: yeah took what Uh, took a long time for sure and still some people don't
0: yeah yeah I mean he hasn't done another press dinner since then right I mean they don't tend to try not to bring them even with Obama he's not gone because what why well you know
1: and Obama has his pick of the litter for sure for sure you know
2: and he made it sound like Central America was gonna attack you tomorrow. (laughs) You know, it was so heavy. And the best part, he looks straight at the camera and he says, ladies and gentlemen, Central America is closer to Texas than Texas is to the state of Maine. (laughs) I'm shaking in my boots. get out the globe and check it ourselves. You know. (laughs) You know, so you get the globe, you know, you go, Central America, Texas, Texas, Maine. God damn, it is closer. (laughs) You know, look at that, it is closer. Whole idea of a speech was, your neighbors are just too darn close to you. You know? So, what I was thinking, if I was Ronald Reagan, I wouldn't be so upset Central America. I would be afraid of Canada. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I look it up myself. <laughs> Canada is closer to the United States than South Bend is to Mishawaka) <laughs> Yourself.
0: Um. That. Yeah, I don't. Does he? I mean, I guess it's it's can conv- he can trot this character out whenever he wants to, which is kind of kind of nice, and that it it will just keep going. You know, that character can keep going as long as that religion's still there. And that's and you know? the thing,
1: you know, you pick something as entrenched as, you know, Catholicism and mm-hmm. the Vatican. Mm-hmm. He's got material for for weeks and yeah. years, and he can bring that thing back and, you know, just out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, after the next sex scandal. All right, guys, I want to talk about something that's on everybody's mind. And, you know, that's <laughs> something I want to talk about. Right. But, you know... I don't know. Now he sounding like Jose Jimenez, but, um, <laughs> but you know, I mean, if you're going kind of like, we're not paying for Girl Scout cookies. You know, what I mean, like if that, if like if that, right. if it's like if that, he could do it. He could make, he could do a twenty-minute apology yeah. for Girl Scout cookies. That's really just a guise for no. You can't protect people who molest children. It right. Doesn't matter where they're from, right? Or what their reason was.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not right. There's mm-hmm. a reason why prisoners kill. Yeah, child molesters in prison because there's some things that even evil people think is too evil for them. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's true. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So child molesting, I uh, check that off the Ch- list.
1: Child molesting, bad. <laughs> Listening to Father Guido Sarducci good, good, very good. And now there's the thing we've learned today. That is, that's and nice. now we can have some fun. All right. Coke Zero, boys and girls. Don't yes. drink it. It's bad for you. It is bad for you, so no. to be fair. But it has Universal Studios and Bumblebee on the back. Oh, look at right. that. Right. I yes. can, uh,
0: yeah. yeah. them all. I should call a segue, folks. We're no, a Segway is friends. one of those... we about to the, talk about Transformers.
1: Yes, if, uh, if a Transformer was a Segway, he'd be the worst <laughs> Transformer ever. It's so true. No, it's Stickman!
0: <laughs> Giant round feet and just a stick body. Michael Bay would make him a big, like, flaming homosexual stereotype, or, like or he just, did with those two fucking or racist bulimic. ones. Yeah, yes, you're right, polemic. He'd yeah. be spewing out oil. Right. Yeah. Or batteries, or, or, whatever, or batteries whatever Segway cool. runs on. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know when. I Yeah, why would it be oil? I don't know. Where's my brain going? That's all right. So, Michael Bay Transformers, check. Okay, I just want to make sure we cover everything today. <laughs> w- uh, so wait, when did you? So did was this one that your dad gave to you? This was something
1: that I actually got like almost immediately. You know, because uh, eighty six. Yeah. Um, you know, I was in that prime actually understanding comedy time because yeah. my dad had been showing me. Flying Circus and Forty yeah. Towers and Marx Brothers and uh, Keaton and Chaplin for years and years and years since I was about five, five six years old. Mm-hmm. But this was in the point where I was starting to get the adult stuff. Yeah. And it was all starting to click. You mm-hmm. know, and I was actually getting things at this point. Yeah. So I think, you know, very soon after this, I had actually gone to see a uh, uh, one-man show called, I think it was The World According to Me. Uh-huh. With, um a comedian who was popular years before, but was out of the loop due to whatever it was, but um, his name just went around right in my head, uh, Jackie Mason. Oh, right. So, Jackie Mason's <laughs> show, and we're standing there in line to get into the show, and I'm literally, and I'm about 12 years old, and, I, and my father couldn't go, and she's like, well, you like comedy, you'll come with me, You're from, your brother's too young, and so I went with her, and we're standing there in line to get in, and I'm like... I'm looking at the picture and I'm like, I don't know who this is. Who is this? And she goes, it's Jackie Mason. And I was like, Mom, it's not doing it for me. I don't know who this is. She goes... He, you know, he was really big on, on the Ed Sullivan show. You know, you remember he did comment on the Ed Sullivan show. I'm like, Mom, I don't know who you think I am. I'm your son. I don't know anybody from the Ed Sullivan show. It was canceled a long time ago. Like, see, oh, the Ed Sullivan And that's all she could go with, the Ed Sullivan show. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And we sat there in the audience, and I got everything. And she, yeah. even if there were one or two points, she was like, Why? I don't get it. I'm like, Because of this and this and then that and then the Jews. Oh, I get it now, right? I mean, that's funny. Um, so yeah it was just and this was that prime you know moment and I think this was like in that moment like you know 12 years old where I was just like just ravenous for anything I just uh, I just found the Firesign Theater as well so it was just like you could come at me from any angle if it was a comedy album yeah. I wanted to hear it I was listening to everything I could get my hands on yeah. and I mean it was everything you know from Eddie Murphy to this to that And it was yeah. all coming at you it was just it was, it was such awesome. a good time to be a comedy fan yeah. Yeah. and you know like all, and you didn't need all that much money you just needed mm-hmm. enough to get a couple of them because a couple of your other friends would have this or mm-hmm. they'd have Andrew Dice Clay on tape right. or whatever right. it was so within like that 86 to 89 mm-hmm. with, the, with the cassette tapes and being able to dub stuff yeah. and, and just you know go and because comedy albums just didn't cost as much also
0: yeah. God. it was great
1: there was just so much to go get mm-hmm. and then all those Saturday Night Live people are coming out and doing things and, and, and just stand up people are releasing stuff as well
0: I feel like at the same time I was missing out I, w- you know, I was a bit younger but I was still missing out because I was overseas at the time so I was yeah. missing out I'm like we're like a year or two behind it right well yeah that's, mean, and
1: it's also one of the good things about growing up in New York is that you know right. I go down to Tower Records and there was everything you know there's right. like this that's is the... out already you <laughs> yeah. know I was like I forgot who this was or I just saw so and so mention this yeah, and, yeah, and then there so it was basic. or or heaven forbid you found something that nobody knew anything about you sure. buy it and go well I'm so far ahead of the curve sure know, or like, I found the most horrible thing that nobody wanted
0: like Zero Mostel sings songs well
1: no I'd been happy to find that no yeah. wouldn't even gone near it because it looked old <laughs> yeah you know, like you want something
0: that looked like the new edition yes Yeah. know. <laughs> it's shiny with
1: a font. I love it.
0: <laughs> Do you think it's important for something like this to be with a theme maybe adult but that the content of it seems safe and it's got it's safe. It's a little old-timey some of the yeah, humor. You know cuz
1: also, I think that's because of the character and everything For else. For sure. He's picked somebody that doesn't have to swear. Right. You know, he's picked something that it, it can be just those mundane things about. And when you're griping about the Bible, you don't drop a lot of F bombs. Right. right. Yeah. And it's like, what I'm
0: thinking, you know,
1: that like, motherfucking Pharaoh, come up with this motherfucker! <laughs> Slap that bitch ass in the face! Red Sea meat! You know, whatever. You know, it's like, you don't, you know, like, if you're going to poke holes in religion, you're going to yeah. come at it from a pragmatic way because it's <clears> the best way to do it. Yeah. You know, it's like, how old was, was was, um Noah Nine, 900 good for him <laughs> yeah, right. that lunar calendar is crazy <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that translates into but that's still pretty old <laughs> you know shit. I mean again you know it's, yeah. like, it's like Cosby doing it's like Carlin doing and when yeah. Carlin pokes f- holes in, in religion he rarely, very rarely swears yeah you know he says he's swearing for street stuff for you know his, his idiots yeah. you know when he's making fun of idiots that's when he drops them yeah um So, yeah, but, you know, you don't hear him do a lot of that.
0: But it is. It's very sort of simple, safe, what you might hear a religious person do. Except that the content, the theme of it is, you know, more, uh, there's a word that I'm, uh, sub, sub, my word, my brain's not fucking working for I don't, I don't know. Under the surface it's He's, he's getting Subsumed, under
1: Subsumed Which Let's is not a word su- But I like that
0: Because I think Eddie Izzard used that one Subcutaneous yeah, Let's well, say that's subcutaneous right. it's, That's subtle. the word subtle Yeah, sure Subtle That has sub in it yeah. Subtle Yes Like the B in subtle <laughs> and,
1: oh. and there's the grammar lesson For today <laughs> See, we learn something every day On comedy on vinyl We certainly do And it can't be the same thing Like don't listen to comedy on vinyl Every week It has to be something else Yeah, right
0: so it's it's mathematics or or grammar <laughs> or how to how to build a chair did you listen to anything else as a result of this i mean was this did this like this make you seek him out
1: yeah well i went back and i went and got his uh live the uh, uh, yeah, yeah. the live of the comment one so i listened to that which i liked yeah. and
0: again it's kind of cute and awkward in its own weird way but i still like this one better um, It's just weird to stop after two. I mean, he did two more later, but not until about ten years ago. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and they're a little bit different in mm-hmm. just the tone and everything else. But, I mean, again, you know, he didn't have to push it. He felt like this was the time to do this. This yeah. is the material. And maybe this didn't get the, you know, return on it that he expected. Right. So, you know, it's instead of trying to push and keep going and turn it into something that, you know, becomes a, character of its, a caricature of itself. Yeah. And I have to tell you that as much as I love what Tyler Perry does, mm-hmm. I hate Medea. Yeah. I think it yep. is one of the worst characterized comedic mm-hmm. personas I have ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. First time I saw it, I actually went, this is like a uh, uh, 11-year-old, mm-hmm. a gawky 11-year-old, dressing up in his mom's dress
0: yeah.
1: and putting on a bad wig and like can't even do a voice or anything else. No. It's just like trying to repeat things. It was awkward, and the audience hated it. Really? Hated it. All-black audience hated it! They were like, I mean, screaming at him, you suck, it was, I mean, oh yeah, 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 it was just terrible. I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, this is just awful. And then when I saw it get popular, I'm like, yeah, it gotta be something else. He must have changed it a little bit. Right. I'm like, no, it's still just it's exactly as bad. The same. Yeah. It Same. Still just looks
0: awful. But he can keep releasing them because it's his own studio and he's. Got his but again, he's
1: brilliant. He's brilliant. Sure. My uncle loves his movies. Yeah. And I mean, anybody, and he's making something that nobody else is doing. I think he's an absolute genius, and I wish him all the luck. And well, I love to be in one of his movies.
0: Right. I don't like them very much, but mm-hmm. I love to be in one. So, Tyler Perry, if you're listening, Jeremy Gaskin would like to be in Medea's mm-hmm. Ghost to the Zoo. Medea? Really? That's, that's the next one. That's all I've moon? got. Medea. Let me saves let Christmas. me play
1: Eugene Levy's son in the next one you use
0: him in. Oh, that would be amazing. Can you grow your eyebrows out that far? I guess that's what prosthetics no, but are for. No, exactly. That's why we have makeup and CG. Can you do a G- Eugene Levy impression? Because I would sure. love to hear Eugene Levy. Are you impression. kidding
1: me? I do. Um, I do uh, every line from. Um, oh crap! What's the one? Him and Candy, where they're the security guards. Oh. Oh, shit. Which just went right out of my head. Ow! It's okay, I can read lips. Ah, hey, I think I lost my penis. (laughs) You see (laughs) it? I think it's over there by the cocktail winners. (laughs) Stupidest bit ever. But Eugene Levy's face, when they cut back to the two of them, and he's just looking daggers into John Mm -hmm. Candy, it's just, the two of them together are just too damn funny. And Meg Ryan is cute as a button in it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and, um... Robert Loggia, very scary as always, as the bad guy. He's a he's creepy,
0: st- creepy guy. He's the
1: heavy, yeah, man. He's funny.
0: But you can't remember the name of the movie. I right can't now.
1: remember the name of the movie. I know exactly I just what na- movie you're I just named about, half yeah. the damn cast, mm-hmm. and I can't remember the
0: name of it. Splash.
1: No, it is not Splash. Even though, yes, both Eugene Levy and <laughs> that's where my brain goes, and uh, John Candy are in that. And Daryl Hannah. And Daryl Hannah, but she is not comedic in the movie. genius. Daryl Hannah. Yes. Apparently, that lobster
0: was full of mashed
1: potatoes because she's a vegetarian. Really?
0: Yep. Huh. There you go. How did they do that? It must I have don't... taken it a while. Taking them a while to feed it all those mashed potatoes. Yes.
1: Well, I think it's just you just stuff it in there and you, you're good to go. Oh. No. Stuff it in there. Splash. Splash. Now on Blu-ray. Actually, I don't think it is.
2: It might be. I'm. Who knows? <laughs> Nobody knows. He went to the mountain. He got these two tablets with commandments on them. He came down to his town or wherever, and he found these people there. They was worshiping a cow, something like that. And he was so mad, he threw down the tablets and broke them. Then what he did was he tried to remember them, make them up again. And Moses, you know, was an old man. He was in his 90s. He was grumpy. He had a chip on his shoulder because of this the cow incident. And all he remembered was the negative ones, don't do this, don't do that, thou shalt not this, thou shalt not that. But a lot of the commandments he forgot were more like advice. They were nice things, you know, like like, for instance, the 11th commandment, wait a half hour after eating
1: before you go swimming. Um, that was, I was going to say, we're actually uh, building something out of nothing. It's one of my favorite stupid bits on uh-huh. this. It's like, um, how to build an emergency umbrella mm-hmm. when all you have is a stick, a hula hoop, <laughs> and a plastic garbage bag. <laughs> so, you know, if you're trapped in the rain, because he writes that for, uh-huh. for, for uh, the paper. Uh-huh. Um, you know, if you're stuck out in the rain and you don't have an umbrella... But you do have a stick, <laughs> a hula hoop, plastic garbage bag. You'll be all right. That's amazing. Yes, it's pretty funny. He's a funny guy. Yeah. I, re- I mean, to be honest with you, I always wanted to see more of his stuff. Uh, right. I liked him as an actor. I liked him as this character. And as, like I said before in that you know stupid movie, I liked him as the same character, but just as the, the limo driver.
0: It's It's weird that... Uh, you don't, I, am, uh, maybe I'm wrong, maybe there's an example I could, uh, you can think of, but the guy who's written, yeah, Chico, Chico Marx, exactly. because I mean, uh,
1: you never heard that voice since Chico, and be, to get that away with true. that bad Italian, yeah, things I was, one of the, that was one just to bring
0: up. so good, he so, can because he's Italian, but you know, oh, like, it's, he's allowed, but uh, and he's great, sure, sure, I don't think you could do a character like that if you weren't, oh sure, I can you do get, it.
1: Christian. I'll work I'll work on it. Okay. I'll just add a
0: vowel to my last name, the last yeah. letter. Yeah, and people so. will buy it. That's that's true. I mean that's it. Yeah, that's true. All the Marsh brothers are Jewish. They got away with they got away with it. Yeah, well I mean a different, can, time, uh, totally different time. A different time. They wore
1: blackface in one of their later movies Did for say Wait what? Yeah, what, Day at the one? Races. When they try to after the oh, big Negro song and right. dance number.
0: That's right.
1: Yeah, after blow that horn that movie, and that, that movie um, doesn't all God's chillin' got uh what is it
0: uh, all got the children got guns is yeah. in Ducks Who. No, 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 like oh, they, no, 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 no. That's it's the, the one um, I'm thinking of. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, that that's what I was...
1: No, but it's, um... Gabriel, blow that horn in something else. Uh, but after that one, yeah, the, to, to escape after... Uh, literally, the line, THE chef. Not kidding. Oh, After that one, God. and uh, with his eyes bugging out, uh, the Marx Brothers decide to escape by rubbing axle grease on their face underneath the cart that they're hiding in. So uh-huh. Groucho takes two seconds because he's only got to fill in around the mustache and, <laughs> and the eyebrows. Oh, Chico, he does it, oh. and then it's hysterical because Harpo does it, and they're all walking out. So they're all walking from I think it's camera left to right, mm-hmm. and they're all, they're all in blackface. And then they turn around, and you see Harpo's only done half of his face. Oh, so when he God. turns around, he's perfectly white. And when he's walking to
0: the left. He's black. Holy shit! So yeah, it's really awful, but yeah, but yeah. I've, I've got a couple things here. It says he wrote for the Smothers Brothers show, but that's not the Comedy Hour. No, Don. This Develo, it says but that was after. seventy-five. Yeah, it was after. Okay, effect. which which is weird to me because if he wrote for anything Smothers Brothers related, it would have to have been. Yeah, see, I don't know about that, but I am also realizing because um, they did a <clears throat> Smothers Brothers had a sitcom right for. A season. Half a season? Yeah, is well, one, one, of one of them was an angel, if I remember correctly. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it was promise. horrible. Oh. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I'd forgotten, he, he's the narrator of uh, the Pinocchio episode of Fairytale Theater. Sure. Shelley Duvall's Fairytale Theater, starring Paul Rubens as Pinocchio.
1: Nice. I grew
0: up watching that. It's a creepy fucking thing.
1: Well, Paul Rubens is a creepy guy. Yeah. That's but why he's
0: awesome. Him as, P- as Pinocchio is... It's still basically the same. Well, he,
1: yes, he had. <laughs> I mean, he had a, a few characters that were all basically the same. I mean, the cheeseburger guy from what "Was It Nice Dreams?" Or whatever.
0: yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. But he
0: also wrote a book. He wrote. Uh, he wrote a satire book. Um, a, a political satire book. It's just weird. Like he was doing like a little bit of everything that Colbert did, but but back then. Yeah. You know. And you didn't find a lot of people really spreading their wings in the same way, because you don't necessarily think of this as political, of, of satire. Because it I is. I mean, it is. You mentioned Reagan. Right. He's
1: coming at it from you know a really, really easy, simple place where you can, where you can understand it. You know, um, and again, I think the character is genius. He's able to broach so many subjects and make it and make it permissible.
0: I. I okay. So this. You actually know, like even, sense, the, yeah. even the
1: stupid plan I mean, that goes like, well, you know, or if somebody asks him questions like, hey, well, what's the best thing you've heard in confessional, and he goes, you know, that's sacred. We're not allowed to tell people. Hmm. I can sell you the tapes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's good. You know? the, uh, the the. Okay, so the book that I found the other day, I actually probably should have bought. Yeah. Um. Because I. Uh, he uh, Oh, you know what? He wrote more later on. But he wrote a book in the 70s, and that got Lorne Michaels' attention. That's what got him on SNL. Yeah. It was letters to celebrities written in character, which apparently he'd actually written and sent to people, which is amazing to me. Like, that's that's an experiment, an art experiment that, again...
1: Like, what, what do you mean? What did he do? Uh, let
0: me, I'll, I, I, I'm just going to go off of Wikipedia. We yeah. did this in the last uh, episode. Yeah. Now it's yeah. time for the Wikipedia section. Jeremy, you like are... Boys and girls, Wikipedia, take it with a grain of salt. Thank you. All right, so uh, in the 70s, he started to write letters to famous people under the pen name of Laszlo Toth. Um, uh, And uh, the letters, designed to tweak the noses of politicians and corporations, were full of deliberate misstatements of fact and inside jokes. Many of these letters received serious responses, and he later published that book. Um, Oh, and a bunch of different ones, actually. The Laszlo letters, letters, Citizen Laszlo, which is the one that I found in a book the other day, Hmm. and then, from Bush to Bush, the Laszlo Toth letters. So mm-hmm. the idea that the that he would still go through, <laughs> that, that he would just keep writing these these letters and that no one would catch on, and that uh, that would get my attention too, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, like uh, why would you not want to hire a guy with those kinds of? Especially his
1: he, his,
0: his, uh, his writing was obviously effective. Right. Right. now of I mean, there, the proofs in the pudding right there. Mm-hmm. Built-in audience. So Jeremy. Yes. If you're gonna tell people why why to listen it's, to this.
1: It's great it's just it's effortless listening you know what I mean it's not it's not rapid fire come at you every 40 seconds with a hysterical joke it's not Stephen Wright it's not Robin Williams it's not I mean it, it, as close as it might be to George Carlin it's not any of that it comes out of all of that right but one of the reasons I love it is it's one of those few people who's doing comedy in character. Mm-hmm but he could have done this material straight and it would have worked same sure. thing with Bobcat you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. uh he didn't need the accent didn't need the vestments didn't need the, the trappings and everything else and it works the yeah. best part about this is is with the character it ceases to be just stand up and it becomes what it becomes something totally different it's yeah. a, it's, it's a mock lecture
0: Right, you know, right. it's a
1: mock Q and A. It yeah. is a mock sermon. It's whatever you want to put on it. You know, it's yeah. uh, it's what Spinal Tap is to a real doc. It's a mockumentary to a documentary. Sure, it's, you know, and, and it becomes something great. It's and true. the material is just as good. Now, mm-hmm. of course, you know, being of the '80s, the Reagan stuff probably won't fly as much for a younger audience
0: out there. Maybe, but still very funny. Yeah, um, just replace Bush with Reagan. It's,
1: it's yeah, no, the neck thing won't work. That's true, as well. but that is true. Um, yes there's some specifics but, but yeah but there's some but but most of the other stuff because i was just listening to it again it's it's wonderful you know it holds up so well and it's just dumb you know right. the zippity doodah thing at the Makes beginning no it's like all you have sense. to do is know the stupid song yep. and it's funny yeah um the hundred bottles of beer on the wall mm-hmm. is funny Um, the, the happy birthday, the clean cake people, you know, it's so, it's like, and it's just so great because it's, it's such a young thing, person thing to get mad at, but when you do it as an adult, it's funny. You know, it's like, you know, like, it's like, whose birthday is it? And somebody raises their hand. It's like, we'll sing happy birthday. I think people hate that. You know, it's like, oh, you're going to get, are you going to get a cake with the candles? I think people hate that. (laughs) You know, it's like the only people who like that are little kids. And they hardly get any. You know, and he turns it into this great thing about beating the insurance companies. You you start out with 78 candles, and then you slowly work Mm -hmm. back, and then you clean the cake. It gives everybody a goal, you know? And then you know, uh, you know, taking you know, the war on Canada, the war on Central that America, was good. Yeah. and like the nineteen ninety two thing. Even though it's dated, I still think it was funny. Yeah, the Cinque Centennial and Chrysler's going to come out with three new cars: the <laughs> Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. And the people he brings up are still topical. Yeah, it's still funny. Yeah, you know, I just think it works, and I love the the his vision of heaven. Mm-hmm. I think it's just so funny, and and just so wonderfully stupidly mundane yeah you know
0: there's something about a character like that where he can do that stuff that is non-religious but you're constantly reminded of the fact that something's coming yeah you know by simply looking at the man or listening to the man in this case something else is coming so that keeps you listening and you know it's not even gonna be
1: yeah and you know it doesn't even have to be some amazing
0: hook it can just be some little thing it's it's not like dice where dice dice is just you know you know
1: the punch he yeah. wants he wants you to get the groan and the the nasty laugh and he and... keeps doing it and he doesn't yeah.
0: necessarily build in the same way and he doesn't segue, he doesn't take side little side adventures like he's doing which is straight stand up like you said but in character right. in in the voice and I think there's a, there's a skill to that. Oh, yeah. And,
1: and one of the other things, one of the best pieces of writing, I think, actually, in this is how he's able to put together the uh, Medley of a of
0: tunes. Yes, yes. That is pretty fucking brilliant.
1: Medley of a Biddle tunes <laughs> is one of my favorite things because the way he puts it together and how he actually goes in with the accent, yep. in character, <laughs> with don't want a revolution, no. <laughs> and, and he'll go on the in within a lyric to the net, you know, like, <laughs> and just it's great. It's Disney. just, it's a great, you know, and only a Beatle fan could do that. So that also makes me like him more, too. But yeah, I just, I, if you have to listen to one of the albums, either the at the Live at the Convent or this one, I say this one just because yeah. I think it's it's easier to listen to uh-huh. if you don't know him. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, I just think it's, the other one's a little, a little bit more of a uh, guilty pleasure.
0: Yeah, okay, all right. That's all.
1: I think they're both great yeah. and definitely accessible to everybody.
0: So... Good satire. Oh yeah. Good good character. Work. Great character stuff.
1: Probably some of the best. You know, I yeah. think all the ones that came in the late '80s were just shadows of this stuff. For sure. You know, anybody who had to try over their wacky stand-up character. You know, it's, yeah. it's Guido Sarducci had it.
0: Yeah. That was yeah. it. All right, everybody. So listen to this album. Buy it's, this album. It's
1: a good one. It's very good. I mean, and I to be honest with you, and I love Don Novello. But you know, Father Guido Sarducci could really use a Renaissance right now. For sure, I'd love to see him up beside Tutu,
0: <laughs> talking about anything. You know, it'd be amazing.
1: Because Father Guido Sarducci's voice is could be very prevalent right now. I Yeah, think. you know, especially when you know talk about a
0: Christian nation. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be great. I know. I'm, I'm actually surprised to not see it. Yeah, out I, there. I think
1: it's uh, obviously he feels you know like the fact that he went in Colbert is yeah. big. Right. You don't see him throwing himself out there for a lot of stuff, no. so he's obviously doing it for a reason. Yeah. So that was great. Maybe we'll see him pop up again. It's an election year.
0: It'd be nice because it's it's like there are guys like Tom Lehrer who just said they're already doing it for me. I right. don't need to. Bother. I know. Yeah, I so, don't need to. Yeah, work on the. But right. then there's a guy like this who, who apparently still has it. That's yeah, good. He's, he's not like, an old man, but you know what I'm saying. People hit a point and people don't expect anything from no. them anymore. He's obviously still got it. Look up that clip. I'll put a link on the website. But that's that's just fucking brilliant. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. I swore again.
1: Oh, potty oh, mouth. mouth. Don't
0: work I'm blue. In, I'm in trouble. I'm so sorry. All right, everybody. Yes. Listen to the album. Jeremy... I know we just recorded an album earlier today. you have anything you want to plug? <laughs>
1: um, what would I like to plug? I Well, since this is going to come out second, this is the Yeah, yeah I, in, a, in a couple I, weeks. I, now. I, the second means nothing to any of you people. Yep. I would like to plug something I'm going to be on in the future. Yes. Um, I am going to be appearing on the side of the 101 freeway. Oh. Um, dressed in a, a slipcover for
0: a couch. Oh, I like that. Is that... This will a specific per- design? Or- no, I'll
1: be performing an original work. Oh. It's something I'm working on. hmm. Uh, while I'm drinking heavily where can with, we get tickets? with a couch cover on me
0: where can we get tickets for this? you don't need tickets no? no
1: you'll probably get a ticket if you stop oh, so just ye. you know try to get try, loop on and off come on and off find okay. the
0: exit and then just loop don't walk because you'll get hit yeah it would be dangerous don't walk you'll,
1: well you'll get a ticket well, I, I fully intend on being pulled out of that uh, okay we'll yeah. be,
0: able, be able to buy this on DVD no or? maybe, maybe
1: a, a shaky YouTube okay. video at okay. some point
0: alright that's fine yeah. that's good so no website for that. No. Is no, Jeremy? No, no. I just. Is there a jeremyguskin.com? Because I know I said that earlier as a joke, but is there one? Uh, I believe there is. Okay. Actually, what's, let's let's there. see what's let's up there. No? It, it exists. It's currently parked to Jeremy. It's what currently parked. Uh, so you own it, or someone owns it. My brother. He your bought brother it. owns it. Yes. What a nice fellow. Yes, he's a nice guy. Yeah, he did. She was gonna build one for me. And the one that he... just got married. Yes. The then then he got a like job uh... and stopped helping oh, me. Oh, no, I, I I'm see. <laughs> the one looks like David Paymer and uh, who did I say? He, he does. He does. He looks a little like David Paymer and somebody else mixed. I don't remember. Who's a... Probably me. No, somebody else. I mean, oh, yes, somebody, you somebody clearly look. You clearly of... look a lot alike, but yeah, but you know. Congratulations on your wedding. Yes, congrats, Matt
1: and Lauren. I love you both. Me too. And um, That's weird. Yeah, no, that's it. Maybe the Uncle Jeremy Smile Hour. Oh, and I'll be in a play, oh. actually, at the First Look Festival uh, in August at the Open Fist Theater called Nobody Likes Jews When They're Winning <laughs> by Maya Madsen. It should be very funny. That sounds good. Yes. All right. I like the title. Me too. It's a little treatise but I mm-hmm. like it. Yes, so yes, Father Guido Sarducci, <laughs> Jews When They're Winning, Jeremy Guskin. That's all I
0: got. All right. <laughs> Everybody, thank you for listening. And ha- ha- <clears throat> all right, <laughs> I just choked on my own words. Have- do, do that. All right, have a good thing. Do you want to say it to Jeremy? Uh, yeah, choke on your words. No, have a good, th- have a good thing. Have a good thing. Choke on your words.
2: I'd like to do something for you before I go. It's a song, and I'm going to do it a cappella. That means with my head on. <laughs> And it's a medley of Beatle tunes. Medley of Beatle tunes, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoy doing it to you. Medley of Beatle tunes. We don't want to
0: revolution, no. We all want to change the world. Comedy on Vinyl is a production of Stolen Dress Entertainment. It is produced by Mike Warden and is hosted and edited by Jason Klom. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, read our blogs, read our tweets, watch our videos, and read our books. Please subscribe on iTunes, rate us highly, and write your reviews. You can follow us on Facebook.com slash and Twitter at Comedy on Vinyl.
2: Do you promise not to tell? Eleanor Rigby used to be mad at my school. The teachers that taught me weren't Desmond... Vera Chuck And I am you And you are me And we are all together In a yellow submarine Well, I just had to laugh I saw Lucy in the sky With Michelle Mabel Alone on the hill Picking the rice from the church Where the wedding has been A hard day's night Suddenly, I want to hold your help I want to hold your. I need somebody. I want to hold your hand. Up. Hey, thank you.